right, let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of Fan Speculation. I am CJ Palmasano. I am your host, one of your hosts. Unfortunately, the great Vincent Carini could not be here with us today, tonight, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, scheduling conflicts, as I put out on Twitter, we would be releasing the podcast Friday, the 29th, instead of uh, Thursday, the 28th. Um, scheduling conflicts, and also Vinny was working late uh, this evening, so hey man, no big deal, shit happens, we all work late. We gotta do what we gotta do to make the money and feed the, uh, feed ourselves and pay the bills. Uh, but anyway, the podcast must go on because we have so much news to go over. We have so much stuff going on. Just just so you know, this is pretty much gonna be a a Spider Man <laughs> a Spider Man jacked up news uh, news episode. This is pretty much gonna be almost entirely Spider Man news. So we're gonna kick things off with all that. Uh, if you aren't already, please be sure to be following us on Instagram at fanspeculation underscore pod uh, and on Twitter at fanspeculation, all one word, to get any updates when uh, we have new things going on, when we have uh, scheduling issues like we did uh, recently this week, uh, and when we uh, are changed or when we're releasing the podcast. Uh, you can follow us on there on our social media platforms. Once again, Twitter at fanspeculation, all one word. And fan speculation underscore pod on Instagram. And let's get into this right now. So a lot of you there I mean, I think in the past week since Vinny and I were talking, there's there's been so much about Spider-Man No Way Home that I this this entire episode is almost gonna be Sp- Spider-Man Far From Home. No way home, I should say. Um first and foremost, um let's get into all that stuff with Empire Magazine that we've been seeing. So if you are are unaware, if you're unaware, uh, Empire Magazine did a whole big thing with uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, there's been some really cool images that have been released late uh, recently. Uh, you know, there's Tom Holland Spider-Man being uh, grabbed by Doc Ock. Uh, he's only using two of his arms to grab him. So we're going to read some of these quotes here and some of the stuff from the article. Uh, Tangled Up, Spider-Man No Way Home isn't just a sequel. It's a massive multi, uh, massive meta multiverse out fun. What does that word say right there? Uh, Outing in which Peter Parker finds himself fighting iconic villains from the past life from past lives. As as creators tell us, this is nothing less than, quote, Spider-Man Endgame. Uh, that is from director John Watts, who has directed this Spider-Man movie and the previous Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. Um, so this whole thing uh, being done here, there's so much um, that's been going on with this movie that new images have been released with Doc Ock, you know, as you've seen with uh, <clears throat> with uh, Peter Park, with with. With Spider-Man, I can't talk. I just did my other podcast, another wrestling podcast, and I'm a little tired, so forgive me if I don't seem as perky or as uh, upbeat. Um, we There was a picture of Spider-Man in his upgraded suit from the Far From Home movie, appearing to be in the Sanctum Sanctorum uh, with his mask off. Uh, there's a picture with him in MJ, uh, a picture of Doctor Strange outside the Sanctum with his sling ring and a cut on his face. There have been rumors as to if Spider-Man and Doctor Strange are going to fight in this movie. And 
I think that's very possible, given the whole thing with the Sinister 6 or Sinister 5, as I should say. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, releasing the villains from the multiverse. Um, there's a lot to take in here. But we have to go into this all these pictures here. One thing that's very interesting is that in one of these pictures, Doc Ock's arms are red and appear to be also yellow. So a lot of people are speculating that uh, Tom Holland's Iron Spider suit could be destroyed by Dr. Otto Octavius, uh, Dr. Octopus. Um, it's possible that maybe uh, that he tears away the Iron Spider suit or maybe he's able to take some of the nanotechnology because it appears that the the rumor going around is that the arms are nanotech. That's possible. I would love to see how. I would think most likely Dr. Octopus would have taken some of the nanotech himself off of the Iron Spider suit because the Iron Spider suit is nanotech. Uh, it would be interesting. You know, some people are speculating that this Dr. Octavius is a variant of Alfred Molina's Doc, Doc Ock who defeated Spider-Man. Um, I don't necessarily think so, considering Alfred Molina said that he would be, his character was to be taken from the moment when he was drowning. So I don't necessarily think it's a a variant of that Otto Octavius. I think this is the Otto Octavius from the, uh, from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man universe, as we all expect and believe. So reading through a couple other things from this Empire magazine, uh, one thing that we have to note is that Tom Holland uh, had mentioned, and this is a quote from the article, he mentions, one quote, one of the coolest scenes I've ever shot featuring Peter, Marissa Tomei's Aunt May, John Favreau's Happy Hogan, and a special guest star. It's four people sitting at a table having a conversation about what it's like to be a superhero, and it was amazing. He says, the other day we watched the same we watched the scene, my brother and I, and our jaws dropped. Our jaws were on the floor. If uh, this the article reads, if there is if this is where No Way Home is going, then this there is of course more than a touch of the Pascal produced Spider-Man is the Spider-Verse about the Enterprise. Not that this will be a live action version of the movie. Watts movie uh, movies have other own visual style, rhythm, and sense of humor, but Feige doesn't credit the Oscar-winning animation with the preparing for the ground uh, ground for No Way Home. Spider-Verse helped to popularize the concept of the multiverse and the universes with different characters in them, he says, but it's not about competing necessarily. It's about telling your own story. That's the little thing about uh, No Way Home there. So we have that there. We'll get into that little, um, we'll get into that little scene in a bit. Uh, but this last this paragraph uh, paragraph here mentions ru- from the off rumors have swirled around No Way Home rumors that special guest appearances from other Spider alumni won't be limited to villains as Ke- to villains Kirsten Dunst, Mary Jane Watson, or Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy might rock up. Rosemary Harris and Sally Fields could appear and have Aunt May off with Miss. R- Aunt May off with Marissa Tomei and all three of Bruce Campbell's characters from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man universe. And I that right there. So let's let's we okay. 
elephant in the room. We've been talking about Andrew Garfield and Tom, uh, uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man being in this movie for God knows how long since the inception of this podcast. And we have stayed and we've seen a 4K video, a leaked 4K video of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man in his suit. And he talked about it on Jimmy Fallon. So it's it's the worst kept secret in Hollywood as we know at this point. But the fact that, you know, they're talking about, you know, possibility of Kirsten Dunst returning, Emma Stone returning, Sally Fields returning, you know, it's it's like Marvel wouldn't give the okay. Like Marvel and Sony would not give the okay of this if they didn't, you know, they had to read the whole thing and say, you can say this, but you can't say that. They're they're referencing the rumors of other Spider-Man returning to the movie as you know Garfield and Maguire, so it's it's all but confirmed until we see them. Now, getting back to this scene with Tom Holland. Now, the big thing is the big rumor that the person in question that they're having this scene with is Tobey Maguire. So, I, I have to think that it has to be one of the two Spider-Men. Uh, it has to be one of the two Spider-Men. But let's go into some of these poss- other possibilities here. Starting from least uh, from least likely to most likely. Um, two of the uh, supposed uh, characters could be Matt Murdock, Daredevil, or a Jennifer Walters, She-Hulk. Now, they're both attorneys. Uh, they, uh, She-Hulk does exist in the MCU. Jennifer Walters, Walters does exist in the MCU, considering she's getting her own Disney Plus series uh, that they're working on right now. Matt Murdock has been heavily, heavily rumored to be in the uh, in the uh, No Way Home movie as Peter Parker's lawyer. Um, so we could very well see. I mean, he's denied it, but I think we'll. I still think we'll see Matt Murdock in this movie. Uh, it could be the thing logistics of like they're both superheroes, and you know they're both and both characters as far as Murdock and Walters goes, they're both lawyers as well. So they could want to want to rep- represent Spider Man in the sense of trying to defend their own kind. Uh, the other is Eddie Brock and Venom. You know, being Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock and Venom. You know, maybe Eddie Brock could be trying to do some investigating and trying to talk with Peter Parker, and then Venom shows up, and, you know, we get some funny banter between Venom and Spider-Man. I, I mean, I think Venom will show up in some capacity in, in No Way Home, but will he be the one talking to Spider-Man, to Peter Parker, to Tom Holland? I don't know. The other two, uh, like we said, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, but also, what about Uncle Ben? Um, you know, this could maybe be like... Uh, Flashback scene, maybe I don't know. Um, maybe the whole multiverse could bring in the Uncle Ben of Peter Parker's universe and bring him into this uh, this universe. Whoever that Uncle Ben character could be, uh, you know, because as we know, variants can look just like each other, or they can not look like each other in different instances. So it's possibly could get Uncle Ben, but I just want to get all the possibilities that could poss- that could be there. So with it being Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire, I think it's more likely that this secret person, this secret guest, this cameo is Tobey Maguire. Now, I don't think Tobey Maguire Tobey Maguire is going to be a cameo of the movie, obviously. I think he's going to be starring in the movie with Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield respectively. But the big rumor that this is Toby, 
And the rumor is that Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, to Peter Parker, rather, will say to our Tom, our Peter Parker, Tom Holland, and he'll say, Peter, with great power comes great responsibility. My Uncle Ben told me that. And if this is true, oh my God, it will be the first time that line is uttered in the entire MCU. So I think we all love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I think we all think he does a great job as Spider-Man and Peter Parker as well, respectively. However, they have not referenced the most iconic line in Spider-Man's history. With great power comes great responsibility. They don't even call the Spider-Sense the Spider-Sense. They call it the Peter Tingle. Now, I'm willing to forgive Marvel for some of these things because of how great Tom Holland Spider-Man is. But seriously, if they could say like, oh, Peter Tingle, well, we call it a Spider-Sense. You know, just shit like that. But it would be so impactful for Tobey Maguire to be the one, his Peter Parker, to tell our Peter Parker, Tom Holland, and utter that line, with great power comes great responsibility, and it would just blow my mind. The amount of things that are in this movie that could happen, that are going to have rumored to happen, I really, really hope this is this is true. You know, who knows when this line could be uttered? Who knows what part in the movie? But... That that is the thing I think has to be dr- jaw dropping, you know. I mean, sure, something has to be done in this scene where Tom Holland and his brother jaws their jaws were dropped at this. Scene. Tom Holland was there, so there has to be some really cool post post production stuff in this. And they do typically like to hide shit from Tom Holland because he's been terrible at keeping secrets. Although I think he's been doing a lot better this time around with this production for this movie. I mean. Personally, I would love to hear that. I the the line with great power comes great responsibility has been beaten into our heads for years as Spider-Man fans. You know, uh, we we heard we've heard Uncle Ben say that in the Spider-Man universe in different in the different movies. You know, we had a uh, good old Martin Sheen uh, as Uncle Ben in the Andrew Garfield movies. We had Cliff Robertson, who he, you know, he unfortunately passed away many years ago, and he played Uncle Ben in the uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. But again, that line with great power comes great responsibility is the most important line in Spider-Man's world. It's it's what makes Spider-Man be Spider-Man, you know, with the passing of Uncle Ben and and that line, and that that is Spider-Man has a responsibility to the people of New York and protecting everyone and protecting the people, protecting his loved ones. So just I think this would be the absolute best way to get this line in the MCU. And we've been wanting this. We've been wanting, like, we're wondering, why the hell haven't they said, why, why hasn't he said with great power comes great responsibility? Why, hasn't we, why haven't we heard that yet? And hopefully we will. And like I mentioned a few weeks ago, I would love it if they if Tom Holland would reference and just say, you know, you remind me of my Uncle Ben. And, you know, we get some kind of flashback scene and it is Tobey Maguire who is Uncle Ben. I, I think that would be really cool because Tom Holland did say that would be great if Tobey Maguire was his uncle, eventually was his Uncle Ben in the uh, the Spider-Man, uh, in, in, the, in, in, in the MCU, 
you know, uh, they're variants of each other. Uh, just really, really big news with that. Um, we're going to, it's just, it's going to keep coming. So the, so, uh, I think another thing that was very, very shocking to all of us was we talked about it last week, Vinny and I, we talked about that the supposed last member of the Sinister Six is Rhino, Paul Giamatti's Rhino from The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And uh, our our big fan, uh, Vinny, he listens to this podcast every week, and he messaged me and, uh, and, and our Vinny, Vinny Carini, he was telling us that Rhino makes sense considering Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was fighting him at the end of The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And it would. As much as Rhino would be like a really shit choice for the Sinister Six, it's still the Sinister Six. But now, apparently, according to big screen leaks and Daniel RPK, two very reputable sources with leaks and movies in Hollywood, that it's not going to be Rhino. In fact, it's not going to be a Sinister Six. It's the Sinister Five. So apparently Rhino is the butt of it, of all the of jokes and he's talked about, but he's not actually in the movie. Um, and I was texting Andreas, another former guest of ours and a, and a good buddy of ours here on the podcast. I was texting with him the other day and I was talking with him yesterday at the time of this recording that, you know, it just doesn't make any sense to me that Sony would do this. Because we've been seeing since Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Andrew Garfield, that Sony has been wanting to do a Sinister Six movie and have Sinister and Spider-Man fight the Sinister Six for so long. And now you have that opportunity. Not only that, you have the opportunity to bring characters who were in the Sinister Six in this multiversal form. You know, uh, Doc Ock, uh, Otto, Otto Octavius, uh, uh, Alfred Molina, Jamie Foxx's Electro, uh, you know, we uh, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, Thomas Hayden Church's uh, Sandman, and Ryan uh, Evans, uh, if I said that correctly, is a very weird saying of, of his name, the Lizard reporting to be, be in this movie as well. So, I just, those are all members of the Sinister Six at some point. They're all mem- they're all members of the Sinister Six, and we still have Vulture out there. Mysterio, I still believe, is alive. Scorpion, Matt Gargan, is in the MCU. He's still in prison. I just, I, I just cannot see. I just cannot see them not taking the opportunity. I feel like this is a swerve, just like the Rhino thing. I think this is a swerve. I don't think this is the result because I feel like that last villain has to be some kind of big reveal or or big surprise as to who it could be. I just can't see it being. Excuse me. I, I can't just them do see them doing uh, only five villains when they've wanted to do a Sinister Six. The other side of that argument is, well, CJ, what if what if uh, Marvel wants to do their own Sinister Six with their own casting? And you know what? Maybe they are. But at the same time, they have a lot to live up to with these actors who have played these roles before, especially when you have such great actors as Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina playing two of the best, most iconic villains in comic book history. And from to a live action format, you know they're they're just 
just just two incredible actors in general. So I feel like there has to be a sixth member. I I just I would love to see if Mysterio I would love to see that Mysterio is the one to be the mastermind behind all of this to be the one and really get his revenge on Peter Parker. I I would even love it if if Scorpion was involved as well. Maybe the sin the the Sinister Five as it is, they break out Scorpion out of prison. May Vulture. I still think Vulture is a high candidate because we saw a Lego set where Peter is fighting Vulture in Spider-Man for uh, for the lead-up for the toys, for the marketing of Spider-Man No Way Home. I think, and, and you know, Venom is a possibility, but I, I, I think he's very, very unlikely to be the last member of the Sinister Six. But a real dark horse pick, and this would be really interesting, is Ned. Ned Leeds. Now, you might be wondering to yourself, why would Ned join the Sinister Six? Why would Ned want to hurt his best friend? Well, if you recall, we still don't know for sure of the effects of this spell. We still don't know how this is going to play out. We still don't know if the spell is going to be going into effect. Because what if Ned doesn't remember who Peter is? What if Ned doesn't remember that Peter's spire and all this stuff? that It works on Ned. And... Something happens to uh, someone that they care about, and Ned gets mad at Spider-Man and wants to get Spider-Man. What if Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin influences Ned? And what if he influences him to be his successor and to train him to become the Hobgoblin? Now... Those of you who might be thinking, oh, what are you doing, him being the Hobgoblin? Look it up, people. Ned Leeds is an alter ego of the Hobgoblin. Go ahead. Look it up. You know I'm right. Of course I you know I'm right. Because I'm not going to go say shit that I'm not prepared for. And even still, even if I he, Ned Leeds wasn't an all, uh, uh, one, of the many, uh, one of the many people who became Hobgoblin, they can just do that shit. Marvel does it all the time. In fact... In the fucking Spider-Man video game, Harry Osborn is Venom. He's Venom, so they can do whatever the fuck they want. So that's a very that's another big rumor that's going around the internet. What if Ned, as the Hobgoblin, is the last member of the Sinister Six? Because I feel like the only the only villains that would really be plausible to be in there is Vulture, Scorpion, Mysterio if he's still alive, which I hope he is, and. Uh, Ned as Hobgoblin. It, it, that is if it's there. Personally, look, I just want a Sinister Six. Okay, uh, I, like I said, Sony has been wanting to do this, do this version, uh, do Sinister Six forever, and now they have an opportunity to do it, and they just don't do it. It just it doesn't add up. It it does not add up to what Sony's plan is. I think we are in for big, even more surprises than that we're aware of. So. Sinister Six, I believe, is going to happen. And if I'm wrong, hey, I'm wrong. But I put it out there. So the other thing of news regarding Spider-Man is uh, how Spider-Man came into the MCU. So back in 2014, Amy Pascal, uh, who I believe is the head director over at uh, Sony, um, they um, she had called in Kevin Feige to come in and to help with the Amazing Spider-Man three, 
and she had this whole idea set up, this whole thing pitched and ready to go uh, about how, you know, how he could help out with uh, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, the next movie, the next installment. So what I have here, um, Kevin Feige, he met with Amy Pascal 2014 to talk about Spider-Man, and Feige had a counteroffer that he didn't want to do The Amazing Spider-Man 3. He wanted to bring Spider-Man into the MCU and hire a completely new actor. Amy Pascal apparently was so shocked and offended by this that she yelled at him to get out of his office and apparently threw her sandwich at him too, which she can't recall. But after a little while, as we you know obviously know now, it took some time, but she called Kevin back and they worked out a deal. Now, you got to imagine what it would have been like had this not happened. Had, you know, she never called Kevin Feige. And Kevin Feige apparently had he had this this idea in his head for a very very long time. He's wanted Peter, obviously wanted Peter Parker uh, t- Spider-Man to be involved in the MCU for a long time. And I remember when they were going to recast Andrew Garfield, I was like, "Ah, come on, give him a shot." But truth be told, it's still a, it's still a good thing that happened. And also, Tom Holland pitched uh, to Sony how Spider Spider-Man uh, could have joined the Venom universe. Um, says here, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige and Spider-Man star Tom Holland provided a glimpse at what was going on behind the scenes during the two, uh, uh, 2019 negotiations between Sony Pictures and Disney over the rights for the, the rights for the web swinger. Which, by the way, Kevin Feige said there won't be an issue ever again. Hopefully so. In a recent interview with Empire, spotted by Screen Rant and Comic Book, Feige shared how uh, tenuous Marvel Marvel's hold on Spider-Man was. Quote, I was mentally preparing to emotionally separate from it, Feige told Empire. I didn't love it, but it, it, but it is what it is. And then thankfully it came back together. The two film giants had struck deal to allow Spider-Man to join the MCU starting in Captain America Civil War. But after Holland's version of the character appeared in two Avengers movies and two standalone films, the partnership almost broke down due to a disagreement about the profit split. We all remember that. While Furious fans published as a resolution, Feige said... To, started to imagine an MCU without Spider-Man. Holland told Empire he had little input in the negotiations, but they did lobby to remain in the MCU. Quote, People seem to think I suddenly went to law school and single-handedly struck up the deal between Sony and Disney, Holland said. Essentially, all I did was saw both parties how passionate I was about this character. Basically, I said, look, if there's a world where you can fix this, it would be so much better for the character and for me. And for the fans. So if you can fix it, fix it. During negotiation, Hollins talked with the producer, Amy Pascal, about how he could keep playing the character outside the MCU. I just drove over to Amy Pascal's house and sat with her by the pool. And we sat there for about an hour chatting and pitching the movies. Holland told Empire. How we would do a film. How could we do a film without Marvel? Does Peter Parker fall through a portal and then he's in Venom, the Venom world? Or do we have Craven the Hunter film? It was a nice distraction because as a young kid, I was so in love with Marvel and I was so lucky to be a part of it that when they took the rug from under my feet, I wasn't ready to say goodbye yet. Spider-Man could still meet those characters in the future films, but Feige told Empire it's unlikely he'd do, he'd need to do it outside of the MCU. I don't anticipate anticipate us going through an emotional roller coaster or putting fans through that emotional roller coaster again. So that's a bit of an interesting insight as to how the negotiations were going when that big story we had a couple years ago, when when Tom Holland Spider Man was no longer in the MCU because of the whole dispute between Disney and Marvel. 
Um, it's a very interesting story, you know. It, I I'm I'm so glad they were able to work this out, considering you know we're getting this this massive massive Spider-Man movie later this year. Um, because it it'd just be a shame if, if Tom Holland wasn't in the MCU anymore as Spider-Man. Um, I really don't want to know how things would have played out had they done this. Um, I mean, I remember going back to the Amazing Spider-Man three proposed plans that apparently they were able they were going to be able to bring back Gwen Stacy from some cloning technology that they were able to bring her back that way. Uh, I, I'm not particularly sure how that would have worked, but I don't think in practice, maybe like on paper, sure. That probably might've sounded like a good idea, but in reality, it was probably indefinitely for the best. Um, however, involving Kevin Feige, that's not the only groundbreaking news that involved him this week. Apparently he pitched for all six original Avengers, Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Thor, and the Hulk to die in Avengers Endgame. And Endgame would have been an even more emotional roller coaster had that happened. But we can thank uh, Joe and Anthony Russo, the Russo brothers, for stepping in and stopping that. Only two of the six original Avengers died. Spoiler alert for Endgame. You haven't seen it. <laughs> um, that's pretty shocking. Uh, I, I Endgame would be a totally different movie had they done that. I mean, I don't even know where you could have done that. I mean, sure, maybe Black Widow still dies in the jumping off to get the Soul Stone. Uh, Iron Man probably still dies doing the snap. And maybe Thanos kills Captain America and the other Avengers. I don't know. I just, I just don't see that happening, man. I just... Thank you to Anthony and Joe Russo for fixing that for us. But man, the, the the things that they have, the ideas that Kevin Feige was having to just just to end, you know, the Avengers. I, I know maybe not end the Avengers, but but to you know, he has this idea in place and he has uh, a vision for Marvel Studios and he's been doing an amazing job at it. But man, I, I, could you imagine uh, had all the original Avengers died in Endgame? I certainly can't. So I'm glad they stepped in and said, nah, no way. We're not doing that. So I think that's all I have with the Spider-Man news, if, I, if I'm if i looking at my notes correctly. Actually, uh, no. We have some slight trailer news. How could I forget about the trailer? When the fuck are we going to get this official Spider-Man No Way Home trailer? As of today, at the time of this recording, someone named MCU Updates on Twitter was saying, oh, there's a 70% chance that the trailer could be dropping today at 12 o'clock. That didn't happen because if that did, I would that would have been the first fucking thing I was talking about. So it didn't. Um, so the news here saying that... Um, uh, the new official trailer has been approved by the Korean government and should be out by November 15th. Some pictures, I believe, on Reddit came out. And uh, if that... The reports are saying that the, the trailer is finished and they're working out when to release it. Um, you know, because if the Korean government didn't approve something, then that means that it's not okay to put it out there. So, November. it says November 15th. It should be out... By November 15th, uh, The Eternals, I believe, is coming out that same weekend, if I remember correctly. I'm just going to do a quick little uh, uh, little search here on the old Google machine. And uh, the, the Eternals movie does come out 
Ooh, November 5th. Ooh, shit. Okay, so that's about 10 days after uh, uh, The Eternals. Because The Eternals comes out next Friday at the time of this recording. And the 15th, we'll put it at a Monday. <sighs> I mean, they're really, really pushing it for, for this trailer to come out. For this official trailer. I mean, the last time we got the official trailer was back in August. Uh, sorry, the uh, teaser trailer was in August. And now we could be getting this trailer only shot, you know, little over a month before the movie comes out. I think it's safe to say that the, 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 the rollout for this movie is so different than any other. I, they, you can't, again, you can't think that all the things that we think are going to happen in this movie aren't going to happen with how secretive they've been about this. With how, you know, no TV spots, no poster, only one trailer being released. You have to imagine, like, this is... I, I truly think this is going to be the biggest superhero movie of all time. Maybe the greatest superhero movie of all time. The hype around this is just bigger than any other movie, you know? So... And for those of you who might be like, oh, just give us the fucking trailer already. Just give it to us already. Like, look, guys, we've been waiting this long for this fucking trailer. We've been waiting this long to get any information whatsoever out of this whole franchise, out of this whole movie, that I think we can be a little patient by waiting a couple of more weeks for this movie. So the other big story that broke this week is that Bill Murray, I think Vinny and I talked about this uh, last week, that he was rumored to be in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Bill Murray confirmed that he's going to be in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania by doing an interview recently saying you know, that he worked with a director, did a Marvel film recently, and that Mar- that director worked on Bring It On. And the director of Bring It On is Peyton Reed, and Peyton Reed is also directing Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So let's just speculate for a little bit as to what could Bill Murray's character be in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? Right off, right off the bat, Bill fucking Murray. Bill Murray playing himself. Bill Murray. Um, <laughs> yeah, just for all you Zombieland fans out there, God damn it, Bill fucking Murray. Uh, it would just be funny for him to be himself. Um, some, of the, some of the things could be lesser known things like, like a politician or a mailman or just, just an average everyday worker, you know, making a fun little cameo. But I think it would be interesting if Bill Murray was possibly a variant of Kang. Could we possibly see him being, you know, Rama Tut, the Kang variant? Uh, could we see him be Nathaniel Nate Richards? Uh, if that isn't already Jonathan Majors. I don't think it's necessarily clear uh, what version of Jonathan Majors, uh, of sorry, of uh, Kang the Conqueror he is. Immortus. That is also Nathaniel Nate Richards. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, different versions of Kang we could see, but I don't necessarily see uh, Bill Murray sticking around in the MCU for a long time. I think that's just a one-shot thing. So the most likely thing that I could see is that Bill Murray is a worshiper of Kang and that he could be almost like a court jester or something. Now, Am in the Wasp Quantumania has... You know they have done their filming. They have been going through it. Jonathan Majors talked about filming the filming the part and being a bad guy. Um, it, the the big thing that's being rumored in the movie is that Quan uh, Quantopolis, I think it's called. Sorry, Chronopolis. Chronopolis is the name of the city that 
is Kang City. So Chronopolis is a place where um, it's a city that's located in the quantum realm that's ruled by Kang, the Conqueror. Um, also where the Citadel of Kangs is located as well, where many different variants of Kang go there to plot their, you know, their rule of domination and all of that fun stuff. So it's, I think it's very possible that we could see this, but I, one of the things I failed to fail to mention last week of the delay of Amy and the Watts quantum mania being delayed by a few months. One, I was watching the inside Marvel podcast on uh, new Rockstars YouTube channel. And Eric Voss was saying that it's possible that a Loki season two could premiere before Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania. Now the date is July 28th, 2023. So it's possible that maybe we get to know uh, Kang the Conqueror in the second season of Loki. So that's possible. Maybe get to know this Kang, get to know Kang a little bit, and then really bringing him in for Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania. Could we see Loki appear in Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania? Possibly. Who knows? Um, I don't know where Tom Hiddleston is going to end up. He could end up, you know, in Ant-Man the Wasp. He could end up in Multiverse of Madness. So I would love to see him in Multiverse of Madness personally. Um, but this is very interesting to see. So I do think that Bill Murray is more likely to be a uh, a jester, a comic relief character to Kang the Conqueror. And Kang will probably kill him in the end. He'll probably kill him. Yeah. Most likely, I, I think so. You know, we're building up to this this big level bad guy of King the Conqueror of Jonathan Majors, and and we're we're seeing that at least from He Who Remains, what we saw in Loki, that he was a more of he was messed up, but he was you know he said if you think I'm evil, wait till you meet my variants, and he was the worst of the bunch. He was the 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 lesser of all the evils. Of the Kang variants. So. I think we should. I, I think it would make sense if we got a Loki season 2. Heading into Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania. Just to get to know Kang the Conqueror a little bit. You know. Just to see what it's like. And. We're probably going to see some people die in Quantumania. I would think at the very least, maybe Michael Douglas is going to die in the movie, considering uh, I think they're going to want uh, Aunt, Lang, uh, Aunt Lang, Scott Lang, Paul Rudd, you have no idea how fucking tired I am right now, uh, to be in, you know, in, the movie, in these movies for a long time coming. So, as the cast stands right now, we have Paul Rudd returning as Scott Lang, Ant-Man, Evangeline Lilly, who's playing Hope Van Dyne, the Wasp, Michael Douglas as Hank Pym, Catherine Newton as Cassie Lang. Now, Catherine Newton, uh, she was in the movie Blockers, for those of you who may not know. She was in a movie uh, that's with John Cena, uh, also with uh, the cast here, Leslie Mann. Uh, I, I, I don't even bother saying that last name there. Um you know, uh, she's kind of been recast as Cassie Lang. She's the older Cassie Lang, uh, who replaced Emma from uh, Emma Fromman. Uh, she played uh, Cassie Lang in Endgame. Now uh, we also have Michelle Pfeiffer returning as Janet Van Dyne. Now we have Bill Murray to the cast and Jonathan Majors as uh, Kang the Conqueror. Um, I think this is where you know where where we saw Infinity War kind of be Thanos's coming out party to the MCU, just showing how 
much of a threat he is. Kang, I think, is what we're going to see a similar thing. But Kang, I, I think we've mentioned on the podcast before, he is a guy who is going to be the next big big bad for a long time. I think we're going to get movies where we'll fight, where our heroes will fight Kang the Conqueror, but they won't always win, or they'll just Kang will just barely escape because you have infinite of variants of Kang, and he's going to try and take over the entire multiverse, the entire time and everything. So really, could you ever really defeat Kang? This is kind of a loophole where Marvel finds themselves, where they can really use Kang for a long, long time until they really want to use build up to the next big uh, bad in the MCU. Uh, they could wait until build it to like be Galactus. Maybe we'll see eventually see uh, Killmonger, Killmonger from What If and uh, Zola in the Vision body eventually escape. Who knows? Multiverse of Madness could play into that. But Kang is a good character for us to uh, really just... We think we beat him, and then he just comes back stronger and stronger and stronger. So I'm very much looking forward to see what happens. I'm just excited to, to see Jonathan Majors play Kang. I thought he was absolutely astounding in Loki. And I think Kang the Conqueror is just going to be so much of a badass, a, a really evil, vile person who just wants nothing but to rule the entire, just to, to conquer. No pun intended. <laughs> anyway, guys, I'm going to I'm gonna wrap it up here. Uh, apologies for not being our typical hour-long podcast, but if you had the week that I had, Oh, God, I, I got to tap out here. I'm tapping out. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for listen, to listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. What do you think about all of the news of Spider-Man No Way Home, all of the things he talked about? Could Alfred Molina's Doc Ock have nanotech? Do you think that's Tobey Maguire in that rumored jaw-dropping scene that Tom Holland was talking about? What do you think about the story of, of Kevin Feige getting Tom Holland as Spider-Man to be in the MCU. What do you what do you think about Bill Murray joining the MCU? I know Vinny would love to hear about uh, being Bill Murray being in the MCU. So let us all know at Fanspeculation on Twitter and on Fanspeculation underscore pod on Instagram. Uh, if you would like to follow me, my Instagram is at CJ underscore 1214. Sorry, at CJ underscore 1293 and Twitter at CJ underscore 1214. Uh, you can find Vinny uh, any way you want. Find him on Instagram, but he doesn't like plugging his shit, so fuck it. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. Also, be sure to listen to us on your favorite podcast app, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you can find your fine podcast formats. And please give us a five-star review, share with your friends, and let us all let them all know about us nerdy people. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. I'm very tired, and I'm CJ Palmisano. Take me